Okay, 173 is the page. Learning to adjust is the second chapter. I woke up in my room with, um, I woke up in my new bedroom with paralysis. Parts of me could move, but it hurt so bad that I didn't want to risk it after the first effort. My arms and shoulders were like one large bruise that someone was knuckling. I had no idea how many times I had squatted yesterday, but my butt and my quads were announcing that it had been way too many. I was on my back, and the view of the mildew on the ceiling wasn't helping my mood. I didn't think I could turn my head, so I slid my eyes as far to the right as I could. There was Chrissy, snoring like a little cat purrs. Dude with sweat sprawled on the top of her sleeping bag, surrounded by all of her bears. If she woke up smiling and chirping as she usually did, I would be forced to drown her. No way, I thought. In my condition, she could take me easily. Um, so I think she did a lot of wear and tear to her muscles, obviously. Um, that's basically what she's describing. And they had pizza for the evening. So I don't think that it was enough protein or, you know, calories or whatever have you, uh, not enough of the healthy ones, I would say, were, um, you know, able to aid in helping her rebuild that muscle. But, you know, for one day of like solid hard work and cleaning, the fact that they were able to actually sleep in there without fear of any bugs or rats or any other creepy crawly creatures roaming across their face (laughs) within their suitcases or belongings and they were actually able to be somewhere uh, remotely safe instead of possibly sleeping out in their car. I mean, um, I'm not sure what kind of car they have. But what I'm actually getting at is that, you know, they're able to basically sleep in their own space. They're still making it their own. There should have probably been a team of professionals to actually help with the cleaning. But from the description of the last chapter, pretty sure that it's looking, mm, it's looking quite better than what it did when they first came. I heard groaning from the other room. Mom and Dad had awakened to hit the same hard wall I had. Dad let out a string of curse words that would curl a preacher's hair and that a sailor would admire. Mom didn't um, bother to admonish him, so she didn't bother to correct him because she probably felt the same thing. No, I'm not saying that all of that hard work was, you know, something that could have, you know been spread out over the course of days but honestly um to avoid any more confrontation or any more adversity between him and his parents and then having that affect the children I think that they did a right smart decision to go ahead and do the best that they could and literally put in a lot of elbow grease even though M's friends from Facebook actually helped a lot 
I still think it's really good that they actually did put forth effort to make the house a home. Um, one that they're actually able, actually, one that they're actually able to, you know, live in, um, or at least spend the night in. There were more groans than more shuffling. Three raps on our door and it swung open. Dad looked like he'd slept in the washer on the spin cycle. I don't know what's worse, the heat or the pain. <sighs> you sore? I'm paralyzed. I think there was some hideous new germ in that gunk that I touched. I whimpered. I have a, fe I have a fever and I'm dying. Die later. You have to paint today. He shambled away. I don't know what shambling away is, but it may be like some weird kind of limping thing. I repeated Dad's earlier string of curse words in my head and directed them his way. Wasn't this child abuse, slavery, something I could call the authorities about? I lurched to my feet and headed toward the shower, hoping hot water would ease my misery. No deal. Mom was in the one bathroom, steaming billowing, wait, steam billowing out over the plastic shower curtain. Save some hot water for someone else, I shouted. Mom stuck her head from around the curtain. What? There's only a 30-gallon tank. I know because you and Dad used it all up last night, and I had to shower in cold water. Just let me rinse out my hair. It was too late. The steam was gone, and Mom shrieked when the hot water turned cold on her head. Crap. I had no idea how long it would take for that thing to reheat. I went back to bed. Mom came in wearing sh uh, shorts. Sorry. Wearing shorts and a tee. It's a t-shirt. Um, <laughs> um, your dad has gone to Home Depot to get stuff for the door and paint brushes. Um, also paint. <laughs> I wonder, why can't they just ask the, the parents if they have any uh, paint brushes around? That could save some money. I mean, literally. Um, especially if they're already, you know, renovators and they own, they already own a state and they have a house of their own. I mean, I'm pretty sure things will need to be repainted and things like that. So I'm not sure why they didn't just ask for, I, I get getting your own cleaning supplies because there are certain things within that house that need to be heavily sanitized and bleached and all of that other stuff. But literally, paint brushes? I mean, I'm pretty sure they will already have that. Just saying, you know, in my mind, it's uh, saving money. That's all. I'm too thrilled, I smart. Since I know you're cranky about shower, about the shower, and that's my fault, I'll let it slide. But ain't. If we're going to make it through um, all of this, she shrugged and waved her hands in the air helplessly. You have to lose the lousy attitude. It's bad enough without listening to your constant whining. Fine, I won't whine. I won't say anything to her then. Now, get up and let's get to work. I stayed put. Chrissy piped up. I had no idea she'd been awake. 
If daddy isn't here with the paint and the brushes, how is there any work yet? Finally, the voice of reason. Well, I know that painting may be the ideal thing to do. But once again, you also have like shrubs and weeds to deal with. And then, you know, you would also have, I don't know how much they would put into interior design or whatever. But that also takes a significant amount of time. So I'm pretty sure, you know, I'm pretty sure that it'll be still a bunch of stuff that needs to be done. And not to mention the walls often need to be cleaned before they're even like painted. Not to mention if there's already paint on the walls, um, he has to get the paint thinner and strip it off. And then, you know, um, I don't know about sanding. I don't think you do. But um, then he would have to put primer, primer paint and then paint over it. It depends on what kind of paint you get. Sometimes it has the primer inside. I'm not really well versed in painting and things like that, you know. But this is just me stating what I think would probably have to be a long process. So there's still work to be done. But, you know, um, this book is for teenagers. <laughs> Although there are a lot of serious things happening within this book, um, planning, partial uh, design and things like that, I'm pretty sure it would also be, you know, idealistic to put a little bit of that in the book. Just because it's realistic, especially for the mom, because she likes things to be in control. She likes things to be her way and nice and in order and you know decent so I would have thought she would have had some interior design plans I would have thought she would have had some type of measurements for a uh, specific furniture that she wanted to have you know the way that she was going to make this house her home until they can you know find another place to live or make another house of their own your sister and I have to wipe down all the walls with Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Your sister and I have to wipe down all the walls and ceilings with bleach to kill the mold and mildew. Like I said, work. Okay. If we don't, it'll come right back through the new paint. What? Um, I did not know that. I did not know that it could come through paint. But um, that is amazing that I learned this. <laughs> Um, okay, so it says, what was the new, what was that new and colorful word dad had used this morning? Uh, it's S-H-I-T-F-O-O-T. I'm not going to say that. I think it was the feeling you got when you just stepped in it. Chrissy, go out and play. I know you'll be hot, but the bleach is bad for you to breathe, which it is, especially when it's hot bleach uh today when i was mopping um <clears throat> we have industrial cleaner and so we have industrial um bleach we were choking quite 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 for some time i mean oh well that isn't grammatical 
correct, but that's just what I said. Okay, I know it isn't grammatically correct, but, you know, um, it's really hard for you to breathe bleach or pneumonia, or not pneumonia, but ammonia. It's, oh, man, it's, it's really good for cleaning and getting all kinds of gunky, messy stuff out of the air, out of your, um, like, clothes and, and materials and things like that but to actually like clean with it it's it's a pain because there's a certain amount that you're allowed and sometimes I just want to clean with water and hope <laughs> so I don't have to choke on the air because the chemicals are so bad first there's juice and donuts dad got us those last night on the way home from Mark's mom turned to me Ames, you might be interested to know that Mark has offered to help on a regular basis. He doesn't have a job. His homeschooling keeps him flexible. And he says helping out will keep him from being bored. He wants no payment except meals when he's here. Awfully generous, don't you think? Her expression was a mystery. Maybe she's wanting you to take interest in the dude. And maybe she's like... Uh, I'm trying to find out if you like him or not. Some parents do that. It's really weird. And then when you start liking them, um, whether it be a few months from now or some years from now, there are some parents that are like, I always knew. But um, there is the matchmaking spirit. Parents like to play matchmaker, which is funny because, you know, sometimes... Um, Matchmaker, when parents are involved, isn't always the best because it's like, ugh, I don't gel well with this person, but I'm going to try for you, mom, for you, dad. So, uh, I don't know. It's just kind of weird, you know? So Mark would be here today. That meant I'd have to suffer the cold shower so I could wash my hair. No makeup, though. That would be, that would look like I was trying. I had learned a lot at the Academy of M, or the M Academy. I wore a thick pair of yellow rubber gloves and swabbed the, wa swab the walls in long stripes when Mark and Dad strode in. Dad, um... No, no, no. Mark dropped his bag of tools on the floor and hurried over to me. Wow. Very eager. <laughs> I mean, she's not saying that. I'm saying that. He's very eager. <laughs> oh, this is why he's eager. Watch out. You're getting chemical burns. Okay. He guided me with a hand on my elbow like I was Ashley Wilkes. Wait, no. Wait, no. Wait a minute. <laughs> wait a minute. Ashley Wilkes. As soon as I saw that name, I was like, what? What? Ashley? Ugh. For those of you who do not know, this is a Gone with the Wind reference. Oh, Ashley Wilkes got on my nerve. He got on my nerve worse than Scarlett. <laughs> okay. Um, so he got at her elbow like he was Ashley. And Ashley is a man, uh, by the way. And I was Miss Scarlet and put my hands under the tap. After washing the gloves, he folded the tops back into a cuff. 
Now when you lift up, the bleach will spill into the cuff and not run onto your arms. Okay, so that is very useful. Chemical burning is no joke. I glanced around to see if mom and dad were watching the show of concern, getting the uh, getting the idea that I might value that I might be valuable to someone. Sorry. Uh, nope. I guess they were in the bedroom or outside where the bleach fumes wouldn't hurt them. Mark pulled my arms under the spigot and let the cold water run a long time. Then gently rubbed soap on the already red reddened places, then rinsed again. So that's nice. Do you have some kind of I don't know, what's the word for that greasy kind of medical stuff? Not lotion. Um Oh, ungent. U N G U E N T. I don't know what that is. Is that it? Yeah, I said, the lotions and potions are about the only thing we have unpacked besides the sleeping bags and the towels. Mom can release her thick, luxurious towels. Wait a minute, let me read that over. Let me see here. Mom couldn't release all her thick, luxurious towels. Okay, mm-hmm. You know, I realize that that's a status symbol when they're nice and fluffy and beautiful and they're not dingy or wrinkly at all. Um, it could just mean that whomever does the laundry is meant to be a laundress. Um, or it could mean that the materials made for that specific towel is downright expensive. And I've never had a towel that would stay fluffy because, I mean, like, we would get the towels that are, I don't know, like, they used to be super fluffy, but it's been years because we still have, I literally have the same, like, dry towels and uh, bath towels that I've had since I was, like, what, 12 years old? That's 20 20 years, man. Not 20 years, but... God, I'm horrible at math. Don't listen to me. Show me. It was a gentle command, but it was a command, not a request. Why did my head go swimming? Or swimmy? Oh, yeah, that's what she said, swimmy. Many people just say swimming. Um, you know what? That's her own particular style. I'm not going to nitpick. I took him to the bathroom, and he spread the gooey stuff on my arms, holding my rubber my rubber gloved hands and rolling my arms back and forth to find any red places that might be hiding from him. I thought about you all night, he said. You shouldn't be doing this kind of work. Your parents could give you something else to do. I watched last night. They treat you like a servant. Wow. Okay, so this is a sort of isolation. I wouldn't say servant, but I would say that they're forcing her to to take, you know, some stock in actually helping to create 
a better living space. I don't think she may have a lot of input because once again, she doesn't pay bills. A lot of parents think this way. Um, I'm not saying that it's wrong and I'm not saying that um, it's right either. I'm just saying that this is a type of parenting style that is fairly common. So, how was I supposed to play hard to get when he was reading my mind? You shouldn't go fix my mom's, you should go fix my mom's gloves. She didn't make cuffs either, I pointed out. She can take care of herself, Mark said. I can take care of you. He stepped back, stared into my eyes, assessing. He studied my face. I think he found what he was looking for because his mouth was relaxed into a half smile. I've got the means. That sounds strange. <laughs> it literally sounds strange. Okay, so uh, a quick analytical breakdown here. Since he shows no concern for the mom, even though the mom and the dad are going through what they're going through, <sighs> Ames is also going through quite a bit. And the fact that he wouldn't even consider helping the mom in the way that he helped the daughter, of course not by touching her like that. I mean, it's not a sexual type of touching. It's um, just very intimate. And she says, like, um, in her own words, he's studying her. And, I mean, it feels like there's a bit of isolation that is starting to happen. Um, it seems to me like him allowing himself to um, possibly be at the house to actually help. He knows that the house needs a lot of work. Um, so he's willing to put himself you know, within this family to get close to Ames. And at first, when I first read it, I was like, oh, this is so sweet. I didn't notice the signs, but this could be considered a sign. Like, I started noticing the signs uh, a little bit later on, and I'm guessing you guys will too. But right here, I just thought, oh, so... Um, the parents are still toughing it out right now. Um, Chrissy needs to really be looked out after, you know, she needs to be looked after and you know, the grandparents aren't really looking to do that because they still have a grudge with their son and the son still has a grudge with them and uh, it's all quite a bit of a mess. So the children, Ames and Chrissy, are extremely vulnerable. Like, imagine if, you know, it was like a new family friend that was, you know, befriending Chrissy and like giving her time and special treatment and all of that other stuff. Um, even if they had kids themselves, that's prime, like, pedo time. Like, easily a pedophile could, you know, snatch up her innocence, you know? And take away that youthfulness and that bliss of ignorance of anything going wrong. I mean, she still knows that things are wrong, but very quickly someone could snatch up Chrissy. Because she really has no anchor. Ames was her anchor in a way 
And now Ames has no anchor because she has distrust with her parents. So it's going to be difficult for her to do do the things that she needs to um, do to help and take care of her sister. But because, you know, this is um, Ames and she's a teenager and she's going to start getting a lot more freedoms and she doesn't have any friends... Um, any welcome to a friend or a potential boyfriend. I know that some parents, um, like mainly the moms will be like, oh, well, is there a boy or is there someone you're interested in? From my personal experience, dads do not, um, take on that role. So it's going to be, um, the, the female family members who are like, oh, so you like a guy. And, you know, have you guys gotten close? Like, how is this budding relationship? But let's continue on reading. So she says, huh? And he leans in close. His breath was warm against my cheek. I've got a handgun on me. So he is thinking that she will... um well, she was thinking earlier about Mark and his guns and her mother. Um, but I'm guessing that um, it serves as a sort of rush or a, like it's a adrenaline thing. I don't know. I'm not so confident around deadly weapons. Um, and then it says, my eyelashes fluttered against his cheek. Was this another test? Had I, excuse me. Had I passed? It's okay. I have a concealed weapons permit. I thought you couldn't get one of those unless you were 21. I whispered. I'm 22, but I tell everyone I'm younger. Okay. So uh, she then says, I lean back to look at him. Now I was assessing. Yes, he could be older. He wasn't lying. I felt sure he wasn't. So this isn't turning her off. She's uh, She's 15. Um, he's 20. I personally, me personally, I mean, it depends on the type of relationship that you're having and how well you communicate with your parents. I mean, <clears throat> what is that like seven years difference? It, it doesn't matter to me. Um, now if she were 10 and he were 17, obviously, um, no, because there's a bit of, um, you know, the maturity levels aren't really there. But then again, you're like, oh, well, this person can drink and drive and be out all hours of the night. Yes, but honestly, so can a lot of 15, 16-year-olds if their parents aren't due diligent in the way that they instruct them um, and usher them into the world. And it's all about how you keep your house, how you keep your home if there is no instruction or anything like that, anything valuable within your home outside of material things, then you are basically setting your kid up for failure. That's just my humble opinion. Once again, I do not have children. I am not old enough to speak on many adult lives and things like that. But I'm just saying from what I've seen, what I've heard, what I've learned... Um, and what I've read about. And then he explains, I look 
young and when I try to hang with people my age, I get the crap beat out of me. In fact, that's why I started buying guns. His eyes never, his eyes still never left my face. That's what it says in the book. Um, still watching, testing, evaluating. Why would he tell me this? Why not? He said he had a permit. He was legal. Um, if I backed away, he would know I wasn't the girl he wanted. If I said nothing, that dark thing thrummed in me. I heard its hum in my ears. So, she is, uh, basically walking on dangerous ground. And her friend isn't there. Um, I think her, yeah, her, her cell phone is taken away. Um... She doesn't have any other friends that she can talk to. She doesn't have an older sibling. She isn't really trusting of her parents right now. And this uh, right here when he says, well, when she says, if I backed away, he would know I wasn't the girl he wanted. So that level of wanting to be accepted, even though it's very obvious that she should be trying to get away from being within his realm of rage you know she I mean she's not stupid and she's not without reason but she's liking the 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 threat of danger a rush of cold and hot took over me my mouth filled as if I had just gotten bitten into a sweet wait my mouth filled as if I had just bitten into sweet fruit my eyes locked to his Where is it? I whispered. So she's indulging in it. And then he rewards her with a grin. So um, he's allowing her to know that he approves of her indulgement. Ankle holster covered with, um, it's a, he says ankle holster, holster covered by a heavy sock left. I'm left-handed. Can I touch it? Make it quick. Your parents are going to wonder what's going on in here. I squatted and reached out for his left ankle. There it was, compact and hard. And the most insane part, it didn't scare me. It excited me like nothing ever had. So see, she's wanting wanting to to live that dangerous life. Um, It said, it flashed through my head that the gun thrilled me more than Mark did. Until now, I had no power, like Mark, um, when he's around his group of, um, I'm not going to say familiars, but when he's around a group of his peers, his own age, he feels that he has no power. Now, I had an ally. He's finding an ally in a girl younger than him who kind of probably doesn't know anything about the situation that he's going through. I had secrets. So does Mark. I could betray so does Mark. Like, he could also betray her. He could also face betrayal by her. <laughs> it's a wide range of possibilities. I wanted to howl like M and I had when we were high. As I stood, I slid my hand up Mark's leg until it rested on his hip. My fingertips look, uh, shook with my forwardness. That's, I whispered. Yeah, I know what you mean. Nobody knows it but you, but you're the big dog on the front porch when you're carrying. So he's alluding to, um, you know, the confidence. Instead of being able to feel the confidence before, 
you even get your hands on a gun or having that confidence without having a piece at all, you know, it's basically his manhood is connected to this gun that he has or the collection of guns that he has um, wherever he lives. My eyes widen, not the dogs going crazy barking in the backyard, but the big dog on the front porch. I didn't know Mark. I didn't know why he picked me. I didn't care. I had to have him. He knew me. He found me. I'd out m him in the wild boy department. That dark that lived in me would slither from its cage, would be unleashed. I would be new. So, um, there's a thing. It's called, um, bad boy phase or goth phase or rebellious stage or whatever. I guess you could say that that's what she's going through now. But, um, it's unclear. Okay. So. Um, I'll see you guys in a little.